Yeah. Um, I guess the first question I can bring up on the pod too, Scott, is do you think you found yourself yet? And when, you know, we've been on this earth for 26 years. Um, and so hopefully we have a long life ahead of us still. But, you know, through this 26 years of, you know, going through college, going through childhood, adolescence, teenage, and now adulthood, do you think you've fully found yourself yet? I don't think that I that that's a thing that you can do. As, as a self-aware person, I feel like, so for one, my perspective is that whatever chapter that you are in in your life right now, it's not your forever. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It can't be your forever. So forever, for, for however long that stage lasts in your life, whatever point that you are at in your life, whatever maturity level or whatever, however you want to like uh, define it is not your forever. So you can't fully find yourself in my opinion. I think like for this, for this stage in my life, for where I am, I know me. Yes. I know what I am willing to and not willing to put up with. I know who I am as a man. I know what I want to accomplish in this chapter of my life, like my priorities and my goals um, and my dreams long-term and short term. So, I mean, I just, I think that like, I know who I am and I know where I'm trying to get to right now, but that can change because, because you don't know, well that, yeah, but at the same time, you don't know what God has in store for you. You know what I mean? And I think like, I was watching this podcast earlier um, and King Batch was actually saying like, the way he moves in life isn't with the intent of like trying to figure out what to do long run. It's him trusting him, his intuition and whatever that inner voice is telling him to do at that time when it comes to his life is what he does and he goes with the flow and he doesn't try to like prepare for the next thing it's only whatever you feel like god is telling you to do or wherever he is pushing you in that specific moment that's what you should focus on um and let the rest like you know what i'm saying play out because you don't know what god has next for you it could be something completely different it could be you know what i'm saying like uh, a, a big trial, a big tribulation that you go through that sets you back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's preparing you for something very, very different than what you were privy to before. Right. Um, so, I mean, it just depends on, on, on what you feel like you should be doing right now in this point in life. But yeah, to answer your question, I do feel like that I've found myself, but not fully because I'm forever actively growing. I'm forever changing. Um, and yeah I like that I like that I'm in concurrence bro I think for me as well I can say that I'm actively growing evolving each and every day um our past experiences um relationships I've been through uh the highs and lows of life (laughs) you know I'm saying you've been through those times with me as well so you can relate but I think I think that's the beautiful part of the journey um continuing to find yourself each and every day every day or every year I feel like is a chapter and I feel like through you know this 26 year I feel like this is the happiest I've been in my 20s you know what I'm saying no life isn't perfect yes COVID is still around yes I'm still somewhat living check to check you know what I'm saying but uh, I feel like a lot of people are you know a lot of people are trying to figure it out each and every day and I feel like people just want that end result, but it takes time. You know, God puts us through these tests for a reason, whether these are mental tests or tests out in the open that we go through every day. It's, it's a test, you know, God ain't gonna put a test that we can't pass. You know what I'm saying? We may have to study a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? We may have to ask for some advice from a friend or, you know, ask for a study guide, but all, all in all, bro, as long as your faith is within him and you give out good karma to the universe, I feel like it's reciprocated back. So yeah, and I think like to to piggyback off of that too, I feel like so. And I was list, I was watching this too <laughs> earlier. Um, the podcast with uh Kevin Hart and Jay Z, <laughs> uh, billion dollars worth of game, not million, but billion. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jay Z was just saying how like his perspective in life is that nothing happens to you, but it happens for you. So with what you know, what I'm saying with respect to like everything that you said, it's like you have to you have to live in the now you have to understand that nothing is you know what i'm saying negative like 
there are bad things that happen and there are things that may set you back or may not even set you back, but may put you in a different place um, or a different path or where you thought you were supposed to go or wanted to go. But it's not, you know what I'm saying, with the perspective of it happening to you because nothing can happen to you. Everything just happens uh, the way God intended it to happen. And right. you being, you not being privileged to everything and being able to control anything um, is, is why you should live with that, with that upbeat and more positive perspective than things. Cause when you think negatively, negative things happen. Um, Absolutely. Your, your, tongue, yeah. your tongue is very powerful. I'm, I'm a big yeah. advocate of saying that and not, not trying to get too sentimental on the pod, but the beginning of the, the, the beginning of the year for me was very rough. You know what I'm saying? Me losing Christian or us losing Christian. Um, that was one part. Um, me going through my toxic relationship and in the moment you know I didn't realize that but in hindsight I can kind of look back and say like I was not happy I was telling y'all I was happy I was telling y'all that you know everything is is peaches and cream but looking back at it hell no <laughs> you know what I'm saying like no, hell no. So, okay so that leads me into my actually no I'm gonna I'm wait to I'm gonna I'm wait to answer my first ask my first question let's uh we can we can we can introduce, introduce it yeah we can introduce it all right, what's good, family? Peace and serenity. What's going on? It's Trey. And it's Scott checking back in, man. Yes, Sirski. Welcome back to the Bro Chillians podcast. Episode, I hope it's 157. It's either 157 or 158. One of the two. 158. Um, it's actually 158. Last week was pretty week. If y'all have not checked out that episode, yeah. make sure you take a gander at that one. 158 of them guys. Yeah, welcome back with your also blessed, black, and highly favored uh podcast hosts we want to shout out the first timers the last timers and the in-betweeners for coming back week after week man showing much love however you do it whether it is liking sharing comment subscribing turning on post notifications on or just hitting our jacks in the dms um hitting you know what i'm saying sending us messages about how you know what i'm saying our words just impacted your life however much you listen to the pod um we appreciate y'all because you know what i'm saying it would be no us and yeah we do this shit for therapy but it also is for for the gang, you know what I'm saying? For the bro chili bros. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh we kind of I guess we can segue into the pod now. We started t- talking about our mental, how we're doing, how's our week been? Or, or at least I have. How is yeah. your week been? Um Ah, no, nah, it, it's been great. I think I can piggyback off of what you said and, and, and concur. I think this is the happiest that I've been in, in my life for a long time as well, too. Um, just because, like, I, I, I'm in a very different environment. I think it's a lot brighter for me. It's not negatively driven. Um, and there's just been ample opportunities given to me despite, you know what I'm saying, the little trials and, and, and issues that I may go through on a daily basis. So I'm actually very happy. Um, I've been hanging out, spending a lot of time with my mother um and and my lady so far so you know what i'm saying we we just been cool um just growing as people and, and and you know getting our getting our shit together for real i'm preparing for this apocalypse <laughs> yeah that's good to hear man and to the people out there listening make sure you tap in with your people i know it probably sounds repetitive because we talk about this a ton amount of times on this pod through and you know in and out throughout the years but seriously you know call your grandma call your uncle Call your cousin, call your best friend, just say what's up, just check in on them. You know what I'm saying? Um, we still we still going through this thing called life. So everybody has their number and everybody gets gets their day. So mm-hmm. check in with your so, so piggyback off of what you were saying about how you was talking about your journey from the beginning of the year until now. My question, my first question is, what is uh, what do you think your favorite part of your journey is so far? Like not not this year specifically, but like in the realm of your whole life for real like what you can remember up until now what's your favorite part uh, favorite part um i would say being humbled uh and what i mean by that man i you know everybody that's grown up you know we've got to the age where we started feeling and smelling ourselves and act a real big head and act like nobody could tell us anything especially our elders or our OGs will be like, yeah, we hear you, but this is new. It's not like the old times, blase, blase. Um, but, you know, life life will humble your ass, whether you know it or not. You know what I'm saying? So for me, whether that was, you know, when I was in college or being as an adult now, you know, certain 
certain characteristics I've developed over the years because I had no choice to. Life had to humble me. You know, you're talking about a college student who was on his own since 20, 21 years old, trying to figure out the world. I, I bet on myself and I'm, and I'm comfortable to say it here on this pod. You know what I'm saying? When I moved out my folks crib, I probably had four or five bands to my name and I made it work. You know what I'm saying? Here I am at 26 years old, still making it. So just kind of going through those experiences and, and meeting phenomenal people over the years and even falling outs with people, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's made me realize um, a lot about myself and a lot about life. So to answer your question, I think just consistently, you know, not jumping the shark and and never pretending to be somebody that I'm not always mm. just being me, whether I'm in a room with you, whether I'm in a room, with my parents, whether I'm in a room, with Hove, it don't matter. Like I'm always going to be Trayvon regardless. So I think that's one, I, it's, it's a lot of things about life I love, but I would say that's definitely one of them uh, for me. I got you. I got you. Okay. I ask because like when I think about it, um, it's two, it's two main ones that I, that I, that's like real tie or real like close for first. Um, and I think for me, one of them is like just in hindsight, looking at how many times I pulled myself out of a dark hole, <laughs> like by myself, like having to like really, having to really like understand who I was and then have that stripped from me for whatever reason um and having to like not even get back but like build a new for real um I feel like that's the hardest thing to do as as an individual like maybe you have you know what I'm saying that team around you maybe you have that support system that like you know what I'm saying can lend you a hand with it but when you really truly like damn I gotta sit in this I gotta sit in this room and look at these four walls and and think about you know what I'm saying my shortcomings or how I was too cocky or too like, you know what I'm saying, too uh whatever in, in any situation and just kind of like build your build your character back up. So that is for one. And then the other is just like like you were saying, like the times where I was more embarrassed or the times where I fell on my ass, the times where I got my ass whooped, <laughs> like you name it. I think those times, um, you really like learn yourself for real. Like you really like, okay, maybe I need to sit my ass down or maybe I need to go harder or maybe I just need to jump ship and, and, and pick a different path or, you know, or maybe pick I a different path. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it is whatever you're doing at the time is like what you're supposed to be doing. So, you know what I'm saying? You, you walking in your passion, but you, you, you understand that you have to give more to get anything. Um, out of life in, in, in any situation. So I feel like those two are like my favorite parts of the journey so far, because it's made me the, the intuitive, it's made me the intellectual, it's made me the, the, the self-aware um, like individual that I am now. And I care more um, because I know what it takes or what it feels like to come from whatever place in life, so. Right, and it sounds cliche when I say this, but if I were able, if I was able to tell my younger self on what to look out for and, and how to maneuver when I was 16, 17, of course, I'd be a completely different person right now. Um, but that's why I try to spread inspiration to the youth and to my siblings, to my cousins, to whoever it is, man, like, because it's one thing hearing something from your parents, you know, hearing, you know, from your grandparents, what they went through back in the day or back in the 90s, early 2000s. But having somebody that is not that far in age from you makes the difference. It oh, makes the sure. difference. So that's why I always preach about, you know, being you, being your own individual. Don't listen to what society has to say about you. Right. You are your own self. Be creative as you want be as intellectual, smart, brilliant as you want. Um, the money will follow. The, the lifestyle will follow. The women will follow. Like what, whatever it is that you're trying to do, that, that will line up once you have your life structured and what you really want to do. Um, right, right. So that's, that's, just, that's just some nuggets I try to give out to anybody who's under me. Um, and I don't have it all figured out. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I tell them that. I don't pretend like I do have it figured out. But you know, some wisdom or some knowledge that simple can can take somebody to new heights for them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you see more in somebody than they see for themselves in that moment. But 
it's just recognizing that and aligning with them on it. So let me ask, um, them nuggets that you, that you, you know what I'm saying, give to whoever, are they like McDonald's nuggets? Are they Chick-fil-A nuggets? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what you got going on? Is it like, is it like true chicken? What you, you know what I'm saying? Are they spicy they not, nuggets? Are they regular nuggets? Listen, they're not blubber nuggets. They probably like more, you know, like cauliflower Asian zine nuggets. Ah, you know okay. What kind of sauce what kind of sauce you put with them is it the ranch is it the is it the the polynesian is it the the ginger the you know what i'm saying what you got going on uh i would say some 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 mean dairy-free ranch <laughs> dairy free got you got you gotta have a dairy free for sure i'm not that mad at it sound uh good at all to the people listening <laughs> but for me that, works. that shit funny as hell um <laughs> all right let me see let me see uh are you Segway King or am I? Like, how you want to get rid of? I got about 10, 11 topics that we can kind of run through real quick. And uh, much of it is on the same type of time as what we already on for real. Um, Keep shooting, bro. We here. Okay. So then let me ask you this. Uh, what is it that you, were, that you were submitting your mind to at this point in your life? And... It's kind of a broad question, but for a reason, you know what I mean? Like, what is it that's driving your mental that you like, okay, I'm giving much of my time. I'm giving much of my perspective, my idealism to, to this right here. And I'm walking in that, or I'm trying to live from whatever I'm doing. Does that make sense? Uh, sort of, kind of. So you're saying submitting my mind. So like, let me say this. So I'll answer. So I'm saying like, I submit my mind to much of movies. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of my, a lot of my creativity, a lot of my questions, a lot of my like perspective or how I feel about things or what, what I might allow to control my perspective or control my mood or whatever comes from movies. Um, I'm submitting my mind to that. So in whatever I'm watching, I try to either question it or juxtapose it versus life or maybe I saw a documentary that moved me so I try to walk in that same perspective or walk in that same like limelight is there something specific that you hmm. submit your mind to I think for me right now I'm submitting my mind to reality um I told you I've, I've been off the social media way for almost about a month now haven't really been gandering at movies like okay. I think I've seen uh, Doctor Strange was the last movie I've seen in Lightyear. Those are the last two that I've seen. But outside of that, man, I've been really in tune on what's going on in front of me each and every day. So that can be as simple as chopping it up with my partner. You know what I'm saying? Asking or having those uncomfortable conversations of whatever it may be in the moment or, you know, something that we, I don't know, that we may not see eye to eye on or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or even chopping it up with you like I I want to be focused in on each of my relationships I have with people in my life because I value those on a whole different level now you know two years ago around this time I had way more friends versus now I can literally count on my hand I may talk to four or five people throughout the week and you're included in, in them <laughs> so for me it's it's just kind of submitting my mind and being quit and and being inquisitive to their feelings, their thought process. What can I learn from you? What can you learn from me? Um, how can we better ourselves together? Like it's it's just a, a multitude of things I, I like to discuss with people, especially if I'm really tapped in with you now at this part of my life. I consider you like more than a friend, your family to me at this point. For sure. Hold on, off topic real quick. Can you hear my fan in the background? I don't. You're good. All right, cool. Cause it's hot as hell. Um but okay okay good 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 uh good answer um let me see uh you got one that you want to throw out uh i can keep keep shooting keep heaving bro keep heaving (laughs) uh what do you think what do you think is uh or nah i won't say it that way what is the best asset that you have right now as 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 you as an entity a brand as as a human as a person whatever Dang, you came to pod today this week, King. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> um, 
the best asset that I have right now, I would say my positive attitude. Um, it was a brief moment in my life, bro, where I feel like I was very negative. And that can be on the smallest level. You know, I will always be pessimistic about things or just try to play devil's advocate to, to be negative. But I no longer do that, bro. I no longer do that. Again, your, your tongue is so powerful and what you speak into the universe, bro, it comes to fruition. So for me, I've been speaking about happiness. I've been speaking about peace. I've been speaking about love, serenity, anything that's positive or optimistic, it's Trey Matthews. <laughs> so it could be raining cats and dogs and people can be having the worst day outside. I'm still going to be happy. I'm going to be like, damn, we got rain today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because somebody didn't wake up and didn't have rain. So right. that's just the way I'd be looking at life nowadays. I just be trying to, you know, just stay on my P's and Q's and just remain positive about the uh, about the world, bro. Again, you you turn on social media, you turn on these news outlets. They're not going to show you happiness in the world. You know what I'm saying? If they do, it may be for a brief three to five minutes, if that. You know what I'm saying? But now they want to talk about, you know, Russia. They want to talk about just the uh, just the eons of, of problems we've been having since forever. So I think that's one of my biggest assets right now. I would say another thing is just innovative thinking, you know, just kind of breaking that barrier down of what's next for me. I'm, I'm trying to think six months ahead. I'm already mentally in December preparing for January. You know what I'm saying? So just kind of being very detail oriented to shit that's in the moment and how this can be innovative later in the future. Um, so I would say those are just a few of mine. Uh, what about you, Brody? Um, <clears throat> I think my biggest one would probably be my temperament. And mm. I mean, like, I know like your, your, your attitude and your temperament are, are very closely, you know what I'm saying, aligned, but I feel like the difference or, yeah, the difference is just like, I think temperament is, is one of those things that takes your character a little bit further. So like, when I say my temperament, I mean like everything that I give, like all I have is love in me at this point in my life, but everything that I give is not always positive. It's not negative. Mm -hmm. but it's not always positive and when I say when I what I mean when I say that is like we are aware of the world that we live in we are aware of you know what I'm saying the the shortcomings or different opportunities that are awarded us as individuals but also us as a race so it's like maybe um I'm in a in a room maybe I'm having a conversation maybe I'm just around certain people and I'm not necessarily talking but my body language is very much expressive. My facial expressions are very much expressive. So I don't necessarily have to say everything that I'm thinking. I don't necessarily have to react to everything. Um, mm -hmm. But like my temperament, my temperament shows my, my, my character, my temperament shows, you know what I'm saying? Where my, where my maturity level is at or where my mind is at. So it like, doesn't necessarily allow me to, to, want to fight at every negative thing that's been said or you know what i'm saying have to get my point across or have to you know what i'm saying like speak specific words in order for people to feel me um it's it's a nonverbal you know what i'm saying a nonverbal way of communication and i think that has progressed a lot of me um like from my from my my attitude my character my morale um just my perspective uh I think my temperament leads a lot of that because I'm not the same person I was um so I feel like that being my strongest asset like brings opportunity to me but it also helps me be open to receive to receiving um mm -hmm. anything whether it is knowledge positive or negative things that I didn't know or just like you know what I'm saying receiving new people in my life that I haven't yet come to know to love me or I, I haven't yet come to know that are going to teach me anything um, or just progress me as a person, as a human. So I think that that's probably one of them. And since you've moved out there, man, in the two months that we've been doing the pod since I can tell the evolution of Scott, I can tell from the growth, I can tell by the confidence, the communication, 
I can tell by all of it, bro. Like, I don't know if you've been realizing it really for real, for real. But for me, bro, I, I feel it and I see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see your skin flourishing. I see that the karma that you're mm-hmm. out into the world is beautiful, bro. I see it. Like, look at that sun. Look at the sun shining on you right now. That's going crazy, bro. That, that Arizona sun just hit different, dog. I don't know what the hell it is. It just hit different. The sun is sun. Um, but, like, I mean, maybe I don't maybe I don't know that specifically, you know what I'm saying? But I do know that I am a very different person. I do know that in a very short amount of time, the people that I have come in contact with, the conversations that I've had and shit, even the experiences that I, that I've gone through since I've been out here. Um, and then too, just like, you know what I'm saying? On my own, on my own, like on my own accord, like I go for walks every, every night, you know what I'm saying? And the way that, and this leads me into my, to my next question too, but like, that being one of the ways that like I just kind of decompress or like think or not think and just kind of be in my own skin. Um, I definitely like I know that I am a very I am a completely different person because I'm not in the same environment and I don't I don't have the same perspective as I did. But I appreciate you for acknowledging that though, because um that is something that I've been trying to work on. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro, you can't you came with the with the 21 questions today so that, leads, so that leads me into my next one so like me being you know what i'm saying like me taking walks is one of my is one of my main things that i do to to you know what i'm saying uh just free my mind free my spirit and my and my soul and everything like that um there are a couple other things like going to the gym is a different outlet that i use for a specific reason mm-hmm. but tell me give me a couple options give me a couple uh a couple options um but at the same time differentiate between the two what you feel like or what you know to be your positive and negative triggers hmm. damn i feel like for like for me like in terms of like walk like if i go for a walk there might be specific music that i listen to and i know that i know that to be a positive trigger of mine because that's where like maybe my creative ideas come from or just sitting down and watching a movie and dissecting it dissecting it the way that i know how is a positive trigger for me um yeah uh i mean a positive trigger for me obviously trying to piggyback enough what you just said i'm about to go to the gym right after this so i know if i put on some 4-2 doug or some future or some you know some hove to get me pumped while i'm in the gym that's a positive trigger because i'm feeling confident i'm feeling myself and i'm replenishing my body so it's it's a win-win you know what i'm saying and after that drinking some water of course nothing like some great h2o and probably you know a little salad or something vegan you know something simple so those are positive triggers because i'm putting nourishment into my body and i'm seeing the results so i would say that's one of my positive triggers um as far as negative anytime i walk into a room and i automatically hear people gossiping about somebody um whether it's somebody i know or somebody i don't know or you know i could just I, I can feel energy like I've never had before, bro. And I and I know that sounds cliche because people talk about synergy and energy nowadays and they use it loosely, but I can really feel it now, man. I'm I'm really tapped in. So when I when I when I feel some negativity approaching, that's when I exit. Because again, if I stay in that, that's when I get warped in that conversation. Oh, Trey, what do you think about this person? Or Trey, how do you feel about it? Like I don't feel anything. You know what I'm saying? Because number one, that what y'all talking about is none of my business. So I'm going to go ahead and slide on you, but, you know, definitely just kind of navigating and, and, and dissecting what's positive energy or what's positive triggers is what's negative triggers. I feel like that's very important that you brought that up on the pod. You know what I'm saying? That is the first time we've talked about it on here. So not for sure. It's very important to know the difference because you know what I'm saying? Some things you like, in, in, in my opinion, evoking emotion from whatever you're doing whether you feel like it's positive or a negative trigger maybe it just uh you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. brings to the forefront forefront a specific mood or a specific feeling of yours maybe some things you need to stop doing or maybe some things you just need to do at a different time because you know that that specific thing gets you hyped that specific thing gets you upset or that specific thing you know what i'm saying makes you makes you happy because like in my like in 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 my specific uh like just just encounter and just going through things is like i know i know um when i'm just randomly sitting around and 
whatever I'm doing, I could not just be, I could, I could not be doing anything, but just be sitting there. Um, and maybe I just randomly start fighting back tears. Um, but yeah, to, so to kind of like continue on that, on that, on that trigger warning conversation, I just feel like if I'm, if like for me specifically, if I'm just sitting around or listening to whatever, um, or doing anything and I, and I might just randomly be fighting back tears, maybe it's, maybe it's a negative, uh, a negative, um, I'm saying trigger for me. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe it's a positive thing. I'm just kind of like going through, I'm going through uh whatever feelings um and is pushing my mind to think a little deeper than what I normally have. So I mean it's just like knowing the difference between the two and and being able to being able to serve, you know what I'm saying, your mental in a positive, in a positive way. Um, just to kind of, you know, grow your person. So I think it's definitely important, which is why I brought it up today, because it's definitely important to know, because I feel like a lot of people like they know what triggers are, but they don't know. They don't necessarily know how to how to trigger certain feelings or trigger certain thoughts because of what you're specifically doing at that time of your life or in that moment in in, in time of day or whatever the case is. Um, and they don't and some people they they can identify what their triggers are but they don't know how to avoid them and that and that's the issue you know what i mean so if you know somebody riles you up every time y'all have a conversation or anytime it's head butting or y'all are at odds why continue mm-hmm. to answer with that person you know what i'm saying just keep mm-hmm. it short simple keep it pushing you know what i'm saying it's it's no reason why somebody else should get you out of character <laughs> you should, you're the one that that is responsible of your feelings and your reactions so keep mm-hmm. it that way and if you if you allow somebody to get you out of your character to to the point where you know what I'm saying you know it's not you it's just like one you got to work on identifying those triggers and two you just got to understand that once again you submit in your mind to something that is um unproductive mm-hmm. um and it might just be regressing you or whatever you got going on or maybe it just doesn't serve you know what I'm saying whatever moods you got going on today who knows maybe you pissy and you just you know what I'm saying want to listen to EST ESTG you know what I'm saying <laughs> but you know you feel like you know that that's how, that's the type of vibe you in so you like you know what I'm saying you staying away from from everybody and everything but you kind of you know what I'm saying you you living through that that trigger moment um and and maybe that's just what you need at that moment but you know it's all good uh just think about it it's a it's a thing that i that i constantly think about because i feel like there's always a new trigger there's always something that you know what i'm saying you find that oh you don't like or oh this made me feel so good today um and i want to continue doing that because i like the way that i am um, so. before we segue into the next question um i just found this on google just kind of typing in negative triggers and this is one of the first things that popped up how to cope with triggers First thing says practice relaxation techniques, become aware of your triggers, anticipate and plan a coping strategy for triggers. Call someone if you're feeling triggered, keep a journal, exercise regularly. I think all those are definitely great. Um, but I also do think that as black people, we gotta be a little bit more creative. I think as black people specifically, um we are very new to feeling out loud. Um, so knowing what those, knowing how to cope with those triggers um, mm-hmm. might take a little bit more just because a lot of the regular things aren't necessarily set up to, I don't even want to use the word help, but like push us to, to that deeper place to be able to like identify on a regular basis, oh, this is something that I struggle with. Um, and a lot of things that you that you struggle with or a lot of triggers that you have may not appear the same way twice. So when it does come to like coping with, with certain things, maybe going to the gym just ain't enough. Maybe you got to figure out a new way to get your heart rate up or a new way to test your body if that's the way that you cope. Have some sex. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. And shit. <laughs> That sounds like a great a, a great way to cope, but at the same time too though, that can be <laughs> no nah, on some real shit though on some real shit like that could be it's a great thing, but at the, on some real shit like there are those people that you know what I'm saying have those addictive personalities and maybe sex is one of those things that 
does you more harm than good. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you just kind of have to, you got you to gotta know yourself. You got to be aware of, of your mental and your character. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, been, I've, been, I've been hooping for a little minute. You want to uh, yeah. sub? Damn. How do I follow up that performance? <laughs> I mean, we can get into some funny shit. We can get into, you know what I'm saying, something else. It don't matter. Bro, let me tell you, man. Actually, I feel like the past week I've been, I've been tested by black businesses. And okay. I don't know if you remember, but at the be- uh, very beginning of the year in January, one of my first tweets was stop bad business 2022. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm still abiding by that. Can we stop bad business 2022? And of course is, uh, of course is with a barber that this happened, you know what I'm saying? So I was looking for a new barber and you know, the app, the cut, this is not an ad by the way, but <laughs> the, a long list of brilliant and excellent barbers, you know what I'm saying, that can cut hair in, in, in the nearby neighborhood. Yeah. And so this was a Saturday night. I was looking for something Sunday morning. So I know I'm already kind of slim because most barbers don't cut on Sundays. Or if they do, right. it's a short window and they're not cutting at 9 a.m. Right. And so I actually found somebody that was cutting at 9.30. So I booked it. He confirmed it within 30 minutes. He hit me on the app and was like, text this number to confirm, sent them, with you cool. Mm-hmm. So I go to the shop in the morning, you know what I'm saying? I call the number, he ain't pick up. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to walk in. Fuck it. Because for me, I like to give somebody a warning. You know, it's, it's early Sunday morning. I'm on, you know, I'm in the Stone Mountain area. It can get kind of hot over there. So I'm just letting you know I'm walking in the door. Yeah. So I walk in the door, buddy, buddy cutting somebody here in the chair or whatever. So I'm like, all right, he's probably wrapping up with him. Cool. I'll give it about 10 minutes. He like, what up? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what up? What up? And so I noticed it's a dude in the shop, no offense. He had one arm, but had the strap with him too. (laughs) (laughs) So the conversation I walked into when I came in there, he's like, yeah, I don't go outside when it's a full moon because, you know, things in the street be wild in Atlanta. And when Kodak got arrested yesterday, I just told me I need to be at home. When it's a full moon, people die. When it's a full moon, things don't go right. So I'm like, oh, Lord, it's 9 a.m. on a Sunday. He got one arm with a strap. This just does not seem good. This does not seem good. And so, you know, buddy gets out the chair or whatever. So I'm about to get up and walk up. He's like, "Uh uh-uh, hold on. I got two more people. But I'm like, I I booked on the app. That was the whole point of this happening. You know what I'm saying? You think I did my health and wanted to get cut at 11 o'clock? Like, nah, I cut at 9.30. My cut is at 9.30, bro. Like, but for me, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to even press it. I just walked out, took my ass to work. And so long story short, it was just like, stop bad business 2022. You know what I'm saying? I have so many questions. I have so many questions. <laughs> okay, <laughs> about so, the barber about the dude with one arm? Both, both, both. Just tell me this without saying no names. Just tell me this. Was this the same barber that left you hanging when he went to Vegas? No. Okay. Okay. No. No, All right. No, no. Cool. Because I was gonna be like, bro, you 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 gotta cut him because this is the third fourth time. But okay. Oh um, yeah. No, no. Well, I've been off of that one. Okay. So so yeah, like that's that's like back to what you're saying though. Like you booked on the app for a reason. Hold my appointment for a reason. Like what the fuck did you think? Would you thought I was just gonna come sit in the shop? while you watched and then you like you know what i'm saying chose who was next like no i don't care if they got there before me i had a cut at this time so yeah nah that's for the birds he sucks um in terms of a businessman because yeah bro like just delete the app like you know what i'm saying don't even take no reservations if that's the case um but my thing is i don't know why is it so difficult to find a barber what i'm gonna learn to do my next skill i want to master is learn how to cut my own hair Oh Not yeah, would that save me so much money and time? But it would just send me, save me the headache and pain of finding a barber. You know, finding a barber five, ten years ago was so much easier. You know, your boy refer you. Oh, this this guy's cool. He cuts yeah. me my hairline. This is his digits. Boom. You didn't have to book an appointment. You just show up. He may have one or two people ahead of you. But now you got to go through an app. They got to confirm it. Then you got to worry about them being late. But if you're late, right. you get charged extra. They'll cancel. Like, how does this work? It's, it's way more of, of a culture now than when it was. I feel like back then, you know what I'm saying, the, the, it, was, it was more of people wanting to go to the shop and, and sit there and chop it up 
before they got their cut because they had all the time in the in the world. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like so many people getting cut and and, and barbers want to charge this and that and that and this and and want to do you know what i'm saying the craziest shit so it's like bro and then when i when i walk in you got a, a hood nigga with one arm <laughs> yeah, see okay talking, so we're gonna get talking to about this. astrology on the full moon <laughs> i want to know i want to know one no disrespect i want to know how you lost your arm and why you're still carrying the strap because you got to be a certain type of trained you know what i'm saying a certain type of a certain type of like know how well, to carry a strap with one arm what well he didn't he didn't have it out he just had it in the pocket to let you know he no no nah, i'm saying now that's what i'm saying like if shit does go awry though you know what i'm saying if shit does go crazy and it's a street fight niggas is not gonna wait for you you know what i'm saying niggas is not gonna like okay you're gonna pull the strap out i'm gonna give you time to pull the strap out you got one arm my boy i mean hypothetically if his gun doesn't have a safety he can just pull it out and just wham wham Hypothetically, what if I'm on the hypothetically, what if I'm on the side where you got the gun and I and I grab your hand that you grabbed the gun with? But if it's a full moon, he's gonna be in the house. It's mm-hmm. a full moon, that motherfucker's gonna turn into a wolf and he may not need it. But <laughs> that's honestly that's that's crazy to me. I don't know. I don't know. And I know like you still gotta stay safe out here, especially in Atlanta. So I'm not knocking buddy for having this the 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 you know what I'm saying the glicky on him, but no. it's just like bro. I don't know how safe that is for you, dog. And I'll tell you off off mic who this next barber was, but I got a cut today, and the, the cut is pretty smooth. But what okay. pissed me off, he almost cut off my braid. So the back of my head, I felt some zoom. I looked at him. He was like, nah, it's still there, bro. It's still there. I'm like, yeah, it, it better be there. <laughs> Wait, but aren't they supposed to, like, clip your hair up? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he, I put my hair up and everything for him, but it's just like, at that point, you're not paying attention. And so that's another one of my pet peeves when I go to a barbershop. Oh, yeah. It's like focused oh, yeah. on the task at hand, bro. Mm-hmm. All that talking on the phone, all that going outside, all that you mm-hmm. dapping up everybody. Do that after I'm out the chair. I hate that shit. Like I understand, like you as a you as a barber, you know what I'm saying? You have a certain level of of um just like entrepreneurship and you gotta you gotta entertain or you just gotta, you know what I'm saying, make sure that other people in the shop are good. But don't take your eyes off this motherfucking hairline, bro. Because I swear, if you fuck some shit up because you over here telling a story, we're going to fight. But the issue is pe- people get too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? They, they they feel too empowered. It's like, yeah, you're coming to me and I'm charging $40, $50 for a cut. Okay, yeah. cool. That doesn't mean you get to treat your, your clients any kind of way and your service can just be mediocre. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because again, if the energy was reciprocated, if I'm late, you're canceling my appointment or you're charging me an extra 15 20 why don't that apply to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want me on the phone walking out the shop. That, that would be crazy. Crazy as hell. And see, I will always give my man his flowers because because he will forever be like, you know what I'm saying, in my top two and not two of barbers ever. Yeah. My guy, Leithoven, at, at Professionals. Bro, that man, like, I don't care how cool we were. Went to school together, you know what I'm saying? Hung out outside the shop, did whatever. He still maintained a level of professionalism. Like he would, like when I'm in the chair, bro, you feel like chopping it up today or you just want me to, you know what I'm saying, cut. Like you want me to get this done so you can get out of here or how you feeling? Like what's your vibe like today? You know what I'm saying? Or if it's like other chairs that's trying to talk to him, you know what I'm saying? He gonna let him know like, bro, like let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me get this done real quick. We can chop it up in a minute or maybe he'll say a couple words and you know what I'm saying? Like, but he's always in tune to what he's doing. He's not the type to, yeah. Cut here, cut there, walk off, say a couple words, wave the wave the razors around, like yeah, you're not like, doing it. You're not doing that at all. Like like a naked mole rat, bro. Look at my face, cut off my beard, like you know what I'm saying. He definitely did. He definitely cleaned yeah. up, up nice <laughs> with the skin fade. <laughs> I'm saying I look 19 again. I don't mind it. Uh, I'm I'm youthful. I don't mind it, but damn, yeah. at least uh, come on. You gotta know, bro. You gotta know, cause especially if I tell you how I want my cut and you don't do it how I want how I want my shit done, bro, you probably not going to get no tip. Pause. Um, and, and <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I might not come back to you for real type shit. Might like, not come back. I'm never coming back to you, bro. And I'm shit, telling the whole yeah. hood about you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, listen, you might not want to go to him because that, like, don't let that motherfucker touch your head. Yeah, and barbers, they be trying to sell me shit like tablet, tablet. Like, no, I don't want no tablet. Just Stop cut it, me here, line me up. 
And stop talking, like, shut up. Stop talking to that nigga across the fucking, <laughs> across the motherfucking uh, shop. Stop. Yeah. Stop. That shit's so annoying. Um, yeah. But that's that, was my, that was my ambiguity for the week. Um, that's funny as hell. <laughs> All right, look, 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 look. I got a, uh, I got a wrench. I was asking, I was asking somebody else this, um, and we kind of got into it because it led down a rabbit hole, and I don't know why. But answer this question for me. Mm-hmm. What's more important, the fact that MLK was fighting for our freedom and made strides for for everything that you know what I'm saying, not everything, but most of what we have today, or the fact that he cheated on his wife a couple times? You said what's more important? Yeah uh that he fought for our rights you know what i'm saying um well for one i mean look where we're at today like i don't believe there's a such thing as progressive racism that's the equivalent of saying uh you know it's better rape like no you either have rape or you don't and so Mm -hmm. applying that to racism you either have white supremacy or you don't (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's no in between of that so but I mean, he died for his people. You know what I'm saying? What he did in his personal life. I mean, we don't agree with it. We don't agree with cheating on your spouse. You know what I'm saying? But that's something that is between him and his family, not for us to depict. His mission here, his mission while he was here was to spread the word, spread equality, spread justice, um, and, and talk about the social unrest that we go through all the way up until this day. So I think that that is more important than him cheating on his wife. And I don't know, bro. Like, even we had this conversation a while back. Like, you know, we couldn't have another Malcolm X or, or MLK today because of social media. They wouldn't ma- let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? We can we can talk about everybody who is an activist or who was a leader. We can always take something that they, you know, that was some fucked up shit they did. You know what I'm saying? We don't agree on it, but again, we you got to look at the bigger picture. Like, nobody's perfect, and, I, and I'm not condemning his what he did because what he did that was wrong i don't condemn anybody cheating on their spouse but i so look the, at the bigger picture so the debate was the fact that we look at mlk as a great man for fight for fighting for freedom but at the same time how can you do that when you wasn't being a great man to your family you wasn't being a great man to your wife you wasn't you know what i'm saying and then somebody threw out the fact that if you if you look at if you look at, um, and this historically doesn't serve us, but if you look at how they elect presidents, you can't have no red in your ledger. You can't have no blemishes. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta stand on what you stand on in terms of your platforms. You gotta, you gotta be a, a, a upstanding citizen. You can't have nothing on your record. You can't have no, you know what I'm saying? No record of cheating or nothing like that, or else it's a blemish and you'll lose a certain population or a certain demographic of people because of where you come from or what you've done in your past so for that reason is why some people were saying they feel like it's it might not be more important but him cheating is is a very very big blemish on his record which is why like him fighting for freedom is like yeah all well and good but we can't trust you as as a as a as a great man um of history because of that and, a, see, and I, don't I, know I wasn't even privy. I wasn't even privy to him cheating on his wife. But that this oh, is yeah. another. This is another thing I feel like that's a black issue that we do. We always highlight the negativity, and we always mm-hmm. talk about the bad, and we never just focus on the good. You know what I'm saying? Like again, what he did was was terrible. We we're in concurrence there. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like okay. Now what? Does so that, does, like that's, that that's does that take away? Does that take away everything he went across the country marching and talking about? Does that take away everything? No, but it does. It does provide a certain level of doubt or mistrust for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I feel like we definitely do that as black people. We definitely focus on the negative uh, more than the positive. But in, in, in most situations, I feel like the negative outweighs the positive. I don't know if MLK cheating outweighs everything that he did, but it definitely does provide a level of mistrust. But he he cheated a lot, bro. Like he was like a, a, a habitual cheater. Like it was like four, five, six, so. Um, I hate that. I hate to hear that. And yeah, it sucks. It definitely sucks because Coretta, uh, to my knowledge, was a great woman. Um, but that uh that definitely like provides a certain level of you know, can we really like 
believe in you, black man? Mm-hmm. Can we believe in what you stand on, what you fight for? Because in the in the in the very first, you know, what I'm saying most important priority is your family as a as a singular man. So I mean, the fact that you did that, I don't know. But let's let's peel and back the layers. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, let me say this too. I want to say that everything that I'm saying is not indicative to how I feel about it. I'm not saying what one's more important than the other. I'm not going to answer the question because I don't know. I just want to know how you feel. I mean, let me take it a step further. You look at everybody that's in power, whether it's a politician, a president, a governor, a senator. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's pull up all their dirt then. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, that's big facts. They, they get paid to lie to us. You know right. what I'm saying? All these legalities and and I you know governments they they try to push and change and shit like it's some it's some cap in there it's a lot of cap in there oh it's so, a lot of cap so yeah, sure. if we're gonna keep it a, a buck with mlk let it apply to everybody you don't see that everybody doesn't have a blemish that's in power or that's somebody of authority but okay so and and this is very very true but at the same time it sucks that it's true but that double standard it, it can't be allotted to us as black people it can't be allotted to us because um, I was talking about, and this is a whole different topic and we'll get to it, but I was talking about this with my boy, uh, Briggs the other day, but like good people don't get the rain to fuck up more, not even more than once. They don't get to, they don't, they don't get the chance to fuck up. If you are an ain't shit nigga, you have more rope in terms of what you can and cannot do. So I feel like that applies in this situation as black people, you know what I'm saying? Especially in the eyes of politicians. We don't have, as black politicians, we don't have that, that, that luxury of fucking up or having any type of dirt on our record at all. But That's when it good. comes to the opposite race, yeah. they can have all the dirt before they even get to legislation or, or any type of poli- uh, political role. But much of that dirt comes after they get into that role because it's a lot of lies, it's a lot of deceit, it's a lot of covering up because you are the government or whatever the case is. But you can still, because of where you come from, you can still have a little bit of red, red in your legend. We can't. We yeah, don't, for, don't get it. For sure. And, and, and to touching on your point, like, I think it's a mental illness that, you know, ancient people get more opportunities and bandwidth oh, yeah. and chances than oh, someone yeah. who's great. You know what I'm saying? Who is, like, for me, I know... <laughs> uh, one of my friends called me an upstanding citizen. You know, it's one of our inside jokes or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's some truth to that because, again, like, bro, I'm an upstanding citizen. Like, I, I wake up, I go to work. You know what I'm saying? I take care of me and mine. And and I call it a day, bro. Like, I ain't out here trying to do wrong by people or trying to do anything salacious or do anything horrific. Like, again, I'm, I'm not breaking code. I'm me every day. So in the opportunity or in the moment, if I do mess up one time, depending on if it's a relationship or if it's a friendship or even if it's at work, like why do I get punished way more harsh than somebody who is at a lower standard? It's because I've created this pedestal for myself or it's because I know how to act with couth. Like, no, that shouldn't, that shouldn't be, that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? That's not fair at all. Like, so to your point, bro, like, again, that it is sad to say, but more people who do these egregious and salacious activities they get way more opportunities, not in just society, but the in-between also. All of it. Yeah, all of it. And we was we was having that conversation when it um as it pertains to relationships, like good dudes versus ancient niggas. But I feel like it definitely still excuse me, applies to because I guess the ancient niggas, quote unquote, they set the bar so low for those women, the women expect them to mess up. So if you get caught exactly. cheating once, twice, three times, they're gonna take you back. If you get caught, you know what I'm saying, DMing uh, Sandra from up the block, you know what I'm saying? She's going to give you another chance that you're, even though that she sees you're DMing her. But the moment that a girl approaches me and I keep it cool and, and push her away, I still get energy directed at me. But it's like, I didn't even do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, or even to the, to the, to the opposition is like, maybe I am the, I am giving you the world. I'm being the best, the best guy for you and everything. Um, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Helping you with your mental. I'm helping you in your life and all that shit. But the one time that I fuck up, oh, it's raps. You getting me the fuck out of there and ain't no coming back. Ain't no coming back. Cause, cause you are a good dude and you're expected not to fuck up. Like that shit makes no sense to me. Like why, why, why? Yeah. I'm human. I'm human. Maybe I don't cheat. 
and I, and I, and I think people, people continue to fit to to you know they don't realize that you know that's that's the the human root struggle you know what i'm saying we're we're all human so why would we ever care about what somebody else has to depict or say about us they crucify right. christ you damn right they're gonna, they're gonna crucify me and you you damn skippy so I'm learning each and every day. We just talked about growing and evolving at the beginning of the pod. And that's what we're constantly going to do. We're going to evolve. We're going to create a new us each and every day. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? We're put here on, on, on earth to, to do that. You know what I'm saying? To grow and to inspire others. So I try not to pay too much mind to it because I know where my heart lies at the end of the day. So if somebody feels like I did something sleazy to them or, um, or bad, then I don't know. We if they're not willing to have a conversation to me about it, then they can't really say that about me. Honestly, the way I feel about that type of shit is like, if I did you dirty, if I if I if I did something that you didn't like, or you know what I'm saying, I just got on your ass. You probably would deserve that shit because I'm a good nigga. Right. Like I am a very good person. I am mild mannered. So it's like if I I'm not coming after you unless you give me a reason to. So it was probably 500 chances before that. Before I got in your ass for a pause, it was probably 500 chances before that. But you earned that six, you earned that 501. Um, and that's just what that is. That's how I feel about that type of shit. Right. Did you have anything else on your docket you want to talk about before we get up out of here? Uh actually, yeah. Circling back to circling back to the um to the political kind of conversation. I, I did read that there's a new STEMI coming. Um, how you feeling? And, and, and supposedly the realm, like the, the the qualifications have changed too. So it's more inclusive of like people our age. I'm not, I'm not feeling. That's 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 my take on that, bro. You know, okay. us as people, the the middle class and disenfranchised, like we need way more than just another stimmy. You know what I'm saying? We need aid in these times. You know, mm-hmm. gas prices have gone down a little bit in Georgia. I don't know how it's going over there in Arizona. But there's still a few uh, food shortage. You know what I'm saying? There's still yeah. baby formula, uh, baby, baby formula shortage. Uh, Roe versus Wade. That shit just happened the other week, bro. Like it's it's a lot of um, things that have not been advantageous to the U.S. or to the world as an entirety. So a STEMI for me, I mean, okay, a thousand dollars, cool. But what does that really mean? The value of the dollar goes down every other day. So. Right. You giving us extra money, yeah, it may help put food on the table for that day or for that week. But what about the parents that got two, three kids, you know what I'm saying, that just got laid off or, you know, that had COVID or, you know, whatever everybody's going through, like, so you don't cover that. Let me stop. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Because I'm going to read off. I'm going to read off the qualifications real quick of, of this new STEMI. But I will say, of course, we all know that they're going to they gonna get that motherfucker back in blood for sure. How much is um, it? Is that? So it says, and it depends on the bracket that you fall into, but from 540 to like 1500. But so it says that they lowered the the age eligibility from 25 to 19. So starting from 19 years old until, you know what I'm saying, however, um, and you can get it. Uh, It says uh, a maximum credit available to workers uh, without children. Um, That's increased um it says you must have earned income to be eligible for a tax credit so if you don't got a job um it'll be a lower wage for you to get it but you can still get it because the next one says it includes provisions uh to help workers who lost their jobs so provisions i don't necessarily know what that means specifically maybe that's uh you know i'm saying extra money on your ebt on your food stamps maybe that's a check who knows it says uh, benefits for childless workers. Um, it says uh, people that are attending college, uh, at least part-time, are still not eligible for the credit until the age of 24. Mm. So if you in college and you under 24, you're not getting it. Um, and it says, like, it just uh, specifies, like, on different rules about homeless people and individuals tra- uh, transitioning from foster care uh has like a different set of rules for that um but that's pretty much it but Mm -hmm. yeah they they so it's it's a little bit more inclusive in terms of the age gap Mm -hmm. and and you know what i'm saying because the last one i think it was like people that had kids you got more and more depending on if you had i'm saying a two-parent household more than one kid or whatever the case is but it wasn't like 
that young of an age to where you're 19 and you can get a check depending on whether you worked or not. But yeah. so yeah. Hmm. That's that's the only difference. But I do feel you, I'm on I'm on the same type of time too, because it's just not enough. Like sure, you know what I'm saying, grateful for what you get, I guess. I guess. Um, but at the same time, it's it's taxed. You you're gonna get it back at some type of way, shape, or form in the future, and it's gonna be held against me. Right. So is it really it's helping in the in the short term, but not in it the long really term. Really is Timmy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, nah, I just wanted to, 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 uh, to see how you felt about that. And they don't give a certain, a specific date either. They just say, I mean, we in the third quarter of 2022, all they say is 2022. So we'll yeah. see when that comes. Yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, yeah, that's really yeah. all I had. I mean, I got some other stuff, but we can hold on to that for, uh, for next week. Yeah, I like this um, conversation that we had this week on the pod. You know, we didn't talk about current events necessarily that's going on. We didn't get into music, sports, and that's cool with me. You know, this week I needed a, a therapeutic um, conversation, and let alone a therapeutic conversation with my brother. So appreciate sure. you for tapping in with me per usual. Appreciate people out there listening per usual. You know what I'm saying? Um, thank you. Facts, facts. We appreciate the first-timers. The last-timers. And the in-betweeners, bro, because, you know what I'm saying, we we do this for us, but at the same time, we do it for y'all. So um, it's always fun, you know what I'm saying? And, and this one was a different type of conversation, so I appreciate that, too, for real, because I have just been in my bag just kind of, like, thinking and, and you know what I'm saying, next trying week, to develop. Next week, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm bowling strikes. Every single, yeah. every single question I ask you next week, I'm coming prepared. I'm coming loaded. I'm ready. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Say less. Yeah, yeah we like that. We like that. Um, I went for an 80 ball today, though. You did. So, it's did. cool. Um, um, but yeah, I ain't got nothing else. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm me either. I'm I'm good on it. Uh, shit. Till next week. Yes, sir. We'll kick shit like that. Bro, Bro chilling is out. Girl.